okay if I talk? Mm. All right. Don't move. I already had a test for my nerd cred this year, but I don't think I... Hey, look, look, look. Reaction time is going to be your factor in this, so please pay attention. And, Wild, answer as quickly as you can. Uh, sure. A113. That's the Disney thing! The what? The number in all the Disney movies. Mm, right. Uh, so do you, do you like Disney? Yeah, I guess, kind of. Is this part of the test? Uh, just warming us up, that's all. Is this the test now? Yes. Now... You're walking in a comic book store. You're walking along, and there on the shelf, you see a comic. Which one? Which what? Th- what store? Well, it, it doesn't really matter. It, this is all completely hypothetical. How come I'm in that one? I, I hate that one. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe the other stores are closed. Maybe you want to see what all the fuss is about. Who knows? But you are looking, and over on the side, you see a uh, Batman comic, and it's it's nice and pristine. It's got a variant cover on it. Variant? What do you mean, a well, you know what a, a variant is. Uh, uh, it's something different than the original cover. Of course I do. Okay, well, that's what I'm talking about. It's it, it's a number one limited edition. I've never actually seen that one. <sighs> okay, you reach over and you flip through it, but then suddenly sinuses are full and you, you blow your nose in it. Do you make this shit up as you go along, Mr. Sunrise, or did they write them down for you? There it is. You're holding that comic. You've blown your nose in it. Nobody's ever going to want this again. And suddenly you realized you've got a bad case of swamp ass, and so you wipe your ass with it. What do you mean I blow my nose in it, then wipe my ass with it? I mean, that's just what you do. Why would you do that, Wild? What the, what the fuck? Why are you doing this to me? I would never do that to Batman. I love Batman. You're a fucking ass. I'm going No, no, not the butt. <laughs> Nerd is the new sexy. <laughs> so, welcome to the podcast. We are on what one, Wild? Uh, 48. 40 freaking 8. So, thank you all for listening to us for this long. We really appreciate it. We've been doing this not only just for 48 episodes, but that means 48 weeks of our lives we have done this because <laughs> our fans. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Absolutely. So tonight, not necessarily talking about Blade Runner, but we are going to get somewhat political, but not really. And what I mean by that is, with the question, do androids dream of electric sheep? At what point do you grant AI civil and human rights? Yeah, well, I don't so, see that as, as being political. I see that more as like yeah. a sci-fi pol- you know, politics. So. Yes, and this is something that's been talked about for a very long time. Oh, now, it's been mentioned in, like, Star Trek. It's been mentioned in, of course, the yeah. what we just spoofed. Uh, uh, what was Blade it? Runner. Blade Runner. You know, I, I mean, even I mean, look at it this way. It's even been in the Transformers movies. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But before we get started, now, we normally record these on a Friday night, which is what tonight is. Yes. Not necessarily the night you're listening to it, which comes out on Sunday generally. But tonight we have a really cool event that I hope all of our nerds got to witness was the mid-eclipse at 7.44 p.m. And the starting of the eclipse at 5.30, the penumbral, penumbral. I should say, lunar eclipse. The vagina lunar the eclipse. The vagina lunar eclipse. Now, what makes us different than a total eclipse is we are not completely blocking out the rays from the the sun some of that can get by so the moon looks kind of weird it's a full moon but it's not real bright and the other thing is comet 45p also known as the honda 
Mercos, and I'm not even going to pronounce that last name. Comet. You please. Yeah. Yeah. Podduskakova. I don't speak Russian. It's some Russian name, I guess. (laughs) Now, it's really cool because... If you're somewhere pretty dark, like I am, I'm in the northern end of Nevada, and there's nobody here, which is I, I love, you can actually see this greenish little dot up in the sky with, with telescopes and even your, your naked eye. Uh, when you have a, a it's got like a blue ass on it. It's kind of yes, nice. it's got a blue ass on it, and, and it's pretty cool. Now, you're going to be able to see that pretty much all month long, which is cool. But this very kind of not super rare, but rare enough that we're, we need to talk about it. Lunar Eclipse is happening yes. on Friday, and I hope you guys got to see it. So, and if you don't, if you miss the comment tonight, and I've got a comment to say about this, a comment about the comment. <laughs> if you miss the comment tonight, uh, it's supposed to come back in the year 2022. Now, my question is this: Is this like the old Mario's game, Mario Brothers game, where space, like you just go through one end and you start on again on the other end? Yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, that's I like mean, a loop. How, how do you know where the fucking universe ends? And they're like, oh, I'll be back in 2022. <laughs> well, it's because it's on an orbit, ass. Well, I, I kind of get that, but I think, it's a, I think that's funny enough to bring up. Like, it's, it's, does does the comment have a respawn point? Is that what's going on? Uh, yeah. You know, like fuck, yeah. dude. But uh, now yeah. I am still getting over pneumonia, so if I start hacking, coughing after laughing, that's what's going on. That's why I wasn't there this past week. And I did get back from my honeymoon slash anniversary with cuteness, so we will have pictures on the Facebook page Disneyland. of us at Disneyland. Um, I only saw two possible heartless, a fat body and a uh, stalker. Um, the stalker was only about three feet tall, licking a handrail all in black. So <laughs> Licking a handrail? It was like a three-year-old oh. kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> he had the little Mickey ears on, and he had black. Well, did the black parents at least on. go, "Hey, don't lick the handrail"? Oh, yeah. No, he wasn't doing it for very long. It was oh, just... okay, good. Because <laughs> you know, like, the, c- poor child. Oh God. See, this is why. This is why we've invented leashes, people. Uh yeah. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, great trip. Um, there'll be picture. There'll be pictures uh, online here here shortly. So. Oh yeah, yeah, I got to see some of them. They're pretty cool. Like. Yeah. You're you're I like I like how how you just snapped the selfie. Not a selfie, I'm sorry, you snapped the picture of the picture that they take of you and post on the fucking thing yes. at Splash Mountain. You just like yeah. fuck this. I'm not buying it. Click. Oh no, no, no. See I bought it and what we had to do was we had to take the picture of the of the code and it would add it to our photo package. Oh. So what I did was I just cropped that out so nobody else could could get to it oh. and, and posted that. And the look of sheer terror on my face on Splash Mountain is going to be worth it for you actually, guys. Actually, the look of sheer terror on Cuteness's face yeah, is actually worth that's it. That's true. How did she, okay, this is my question because I, I don't know if yeah. the, the listeners know this, but this was her first time at Splash Mountain. How did she yep. react? Or not Splash Mountain, at Disneyland. How did she react? Oh, she freaking loved it. Uh, best trip of her life. Yeah. So, yeah, I ended up getting us uh, character dining with Goofy's Kitchen. So oh. we hung out with Chip and Dale, Minnie Mouse, Pluto, Goofy. I missed the little song and dance routine that they had done uh, oh. to, to one of the songs because I was getting a custom omelet made, which was freaking amazing, size of a football. And weighed Jesus! About, yeah, and it weighed, it weighed the, the, the amount of a VW bug. Oh, that's so, nice. <laughs> oh, it was, it was pretty amazing. Totally wor- worth it. Uh, I would highly suggest if you guys can afford it, definitely go do it. Okay, that sounds good. Um, um, like I said, I was 
I was actually more excited for you and cuteness to go than like if I was going because it was <laughs> yeah. a very exciting trip. Like it was, it won. Like it's been forever. It'd be cool if we all go one day. And if we do, oh yeah, no, we definitely got to go. And and nerds out there, if anybody's been there recently and and been able to do it, and I haven't, can somebody explain to me why Peter Pan is always sixty minutes to an hour and a half long? Fucking wait. Maybe because everyone loves Peter Pan. That's true. Or I you know, know, I got two words for you: Game Ranger. <laughs> that that's what it is. It was a freaking <laughs> Game Ranger popper. It. That's why everyone wanted to see what the hell's going on with this. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, the Game Ranger. He looks just like Peter Pan yeah. <laughs> for some reason. How come this kid's not cussing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The <laughs> last time I saw, I saw him online, he was abusing every other word was the F word. Yeah. You know, what the a couple fuck? of a couple of racial sl- uh, slurs. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, okay. So on on topic. So what we need to discuss, and Wild and I agree on a lot of things, but there's, I think there's certain things that we do disagree on as far as when you would introduce different things. This has been something that's always been on the mind since sci-fi, and for a very long time, actually. Um, Isaac Asimov, Robin Williams, Millennial Man. Yeah, Millennial Man's actually the perfect example for that. But go on, I didn't interrupt you. Just came. No, no, not all. Yeah, and you know we're. At what point do you say, okay, something is either intelligent enough or self-aware enough that you start imposing uh, civil rights and the you know uh, human rights to a machine? Mm-hmm. And Star Trek did it rather well. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the next generation when they introduced Data as a character, because yeah. Data, of course, was you know a machine who had um, self-awareness. It knew it knew what it was. It knew he knew what he was. I mean. It, he spoke a certain way. It, you see, I'm having issues with it right now because I'm trying to refer to him as it and he. Right. So now imagine imagine that. Imagine like your first, we meet our first Wally robot or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it comes up to us and Wally. And you're like, fucking get away from me. And you kick it and it goes, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? <laughs> but my point being is that there's that. When do you start paying respect to your toaster oven? Which begs the question if you do start introducing. Uh, civil rights and human rights to things. Does turning off a computer become murder? Does damaging it become assault? A- at what point do you, do you say that? Because you say, well, if it's intelligent, then it has to it has to have some kind of rights. Well, a plant is intelligent on some levels. It will send signals to other plants. It has pheromones that it sends out. It reproduces. It is actively growing. It requires nourishment. But we don't consider it to have rights. Now I know there's some really freaky people out there. Well, um, there's 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 people that like think that you know you yeah know, that the trees will rise up and kill us all or you know because you know they're not treating it. <laughs> it. Yeah, but. We don't generally go, well, you can't cut your grass because it's alive. No, no. In fact, people tell us to cut our grass because they don't, yeah. like, or they don't like the fact that it grows so long. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but the thing is, is I think that what makes self-awarity an actual thing, and when I say self-awarity, I mean, yeah, trees know they're alive, you know, I guess, to an extent. I can't say I'm not a fucking tree. I, you know, certain things know they're alive, but what I think what makes self-awarity a real thing is the uh, fact that you don't want to die. Like, the fact that you, you try to avoid death. Like, you're going to do everything you can to stay alive what's the word for that there's a there's a word for that um, self-preservation self-preservation thank you the fact yeah, that self okay. when self-preservation comes into the actual like whole, the, the the actual scene that's when i think that it's at an actual like um an intelligence it's it's self 
aware. That's when I think that's when the whatever it is may possibly should get respect. Now that the on the other hand, you know, we have fucking cattle and stuff right. like that. Where yeah, and they avoid predators. Yeah, and they're self. Don't necessarily avoid someone trying to tip them or a car. No, but, but... I, I, I love I love I love beef, so I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm a meat eater. I love, I love myself a steak. So, like, yeah. I mean, in that same, in that same breath, there's like, yeah, there's that argument, but at the same time, you know, like, they're cattle. <laughs> right. So, no, but at the same time, I think that even you and I would agree that if somebody was just going out and just started punching a cow in the face or kicking it and you know just beat it to death, we'd be pissed. Oh yeah. Because I that mean, that is disrespectful. That is a living creature. I'm not. I'm not like. Yeah. I'm not like you know whatever. I'm not. I'm not that. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't get upset about shit like that often, but I think that like if someone put yeah, I'll be like, dude, stop being a douchebag. That cow didn't do shit to you. (laughs) Why are you punching it and kicking it? Right. And then, you know, when I, I fish and when I fish and I and I foul hook a fish or I hook it too deep and it dies, I actually feel bad because my intention was not to kill that fish. Well, my intention is to eat you know? fish. If I, if well, I fish. Well, yeah, if you can. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, where I fish, there's a lot of mercury in the water. You don't want uh, it. Well, that's different. Catch and release. Yeah. That's what yes, I'm catch. Yeah, but, I mean, catch and release is good for me, like, if I catch too many of a certain fish. Yeah. Like, you know, that that's different. Like, mm-hmm. And that's the point. It, that there, Yeah, there is there is that kind of, you know, preservation where you're like, oh, okay, yeah, you go go live a little fishy and the rest are mine. They're dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, okay, now, think about this, though. It, like we were saying, with the self-preservation, let's say for somehow I created a robot that I'm not fucking, and oh, I know this is, this is what makes it hard to imagine. Yeah. So... I would, and if especially if I would, oh God, yeah, I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> and I have made it so that it can learn to interact with the environment, and it is programmed to identify dangers, like don't put a hand in the fire because it could get damaged. Don't walk off the edge of a cliff. If a car's coming, get out of the way to make it have a self uh, preservation. Yeah. Right. Now, is that is that would that be because of the programming? Is that what you're getting to? Right. Yeah, so okay. that, that's my question. Now, at that point, it's not – so it, it might be sentient. It, it knows it's a machine. It mm-hmm. knows not to do certain things, and it is acting in a way to preserve itself from getting damaged. Is it actually sentient and intelligent enough that we should assign it a human right, or is it only acting in a way that I have actually told it to act? I, I want to say in this situation, especially if it's just doing what you do, like doing what, what it's programmed to, like get out of the way of a car, don't put a tan in a fire or face in the fire, a vagina in the fire, because my car's my my car, my 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 robots can have a vagina, <laughs> you know. So don't don't basically damage itself because keep it in pristine condition. I think that that would be just programming because now now say if it. Um, if it went out and like you didn't program it to I don't know not like jump in a pool or something right yeah. say you didn't program it to do that and it just decided not to do that that's when I think that comes into play because it's 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 actually learning but I have programmed it to identify dangers yeah but I mean certain how do you know what a certain danger is I mean that's the beauty of human life is that you learn you learn it fires hot you learn that yeah. uh, you learn that uh, porcupines poke you you learn it <laughs> you know you, you you learn not to kick a cactus that's the thing and like with it with a robot. Some people still haven't learned their lesson from yes. that. Yes, yes. You know, with a robot, with a, in that situation, it's never done that before. So if it sees that there's water, and you know, it's it maybe it's, if it already knows, maybe it's learned. Right, but again, if the algorithm is built in to learn that behavior and identify, wait, I know that water does, has these properties. I can detect chlorine. It's a 
it, it's down that far. I haven't been programmed on how to navigate through it, therefore I'm not going in it. But that's part of the algorithms that I've programmed into it to learn. Yeah, that would that would be you know that wouldn't be like right. So so then at what point do you start saying well it is sentient and that brings up with the argument of something being sentient versus sapient. Well, I'll say this. Data was a good example for that. Mm-hmm. He's a very data from, you know, the next generation, Star Trek Next Generation. He's program- he was programmed to say certain things, like, you know, he- perfect English, I will, I yeah. will not. Yeah, he know. didn't use uh, um, contractions. And uh, and after a while, he- there were times when he started doing that. Yes, I noticed that in the series. That was very smart. Which which means that, you know, he was a little more than just a, you know, a smart robot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, you know... Which it was really, really kind of interesting to me, especially in the series, and we'll, we'll, of course, we'll get into more, more into that mm-hmm. when we talk, when we have our Star Trek episode. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, the, I think that that the, that right there is the perfect example for that per se, because he did learn. He, but he did, he didn't learn because of his programming. Maybe it had a little bit of play into it, mm-hmm. but he learned because of experience. He learned the he the, the like the way humanity learns. Right, and and I think that's that's actually a really good example because he literally started going outside of his original programming to the point where his programming could not explain what he was doing or why he would react the way he was. And it was actually brought up a few times as data. You've never done that before. Why did you do that? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. Like he even dreamt. Yeah, you know. Right, and that again. Uh, well, I. There now, was, it was explained, there, but yeah, that was explained. There was, there was, there is the argument that well, there was that programming. He just wasn't ready for it. So that means different programming was allowing him to get to that point. But yeah, there were several times where he would in in the series where it would be brought up. He would do things out of what people would assume to be his normal character. Mm-hmm. Which was which made it interesting. And Data was one yeah. of the more interesting characters because of that yeah. on on the Next Generation. Now, you also have, with like the argument, not just machines, but something like a program itself. Like, let's use you know, with the, the Star Trek thing with, the inter- with Voyager, mm-hmm. the medical hologram. Oh, God, yeah, that's an amazing example. Go on with that. At different times, to change the, his personality, he would take, outside of his scripted programming, he would start taking personalities from different programs and the computers and different holographic novels and stuff like that and start incorporating him himself and at one point to understand humans better he created himself a family yep that's a good episode i'm not a big fan of voyager but that's a good episode that for me in that episode changed things for me with him because that is outside of what he should have been able to do yes. at that point like when he wrote that 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 hollow play and mm-hmm. they argued hey look he is a sentient being he was not programmed to be able to do this and he has gone outside his programming and they said hey look we're not ready to say that he is human or a s- sapient being well, or brought data up as a uh, yeah, as data an up as an example that. Yeah. yeah that to me kind of kind of changed things with it just like people are saying well it will something sentient then it should be protected well a dog sentient a rabbit sentient cows are sentient birds are sentient well dogs are kind of protected you know for the most part not right. necessarily like you know right and that's where I, that's where i agree now yeah. when something sentient absolutely like if we go to another planet let's say we end up 175,000 light years away, and oh my delta, god. We're in the Delta Quadrant. Yeah, we're in the Delta Quadrant. Oh my god, there's life here. Now, there's not intelligent life, say, creatures with civilizations and political ideas and religion. The equivalent but, of, like, a bug or something. 
Right. Let's say there's a bunch of giant um, bugs that are intelligent enough. To, yeah, they're intelligent enough to identify this is something different. We're gonna we're gonna watch it. We're gonna stay away. And they have a structure similar to like a praying mantis, but much more advanced because of their size and everything else. We should say, wait a minute, these are a sentient creature. We can't just wipe them off the face of this planet. Yeah. You know, uh, but we can't take one back to study. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that won't hurt nothing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. We'll just cut it open and make its life what's left of it a living hell. See, that, that's where my argument is, that something will have to become sapient before we start ushering in civil rights to it. And yeah, what that I means is... That's good logic. Yeah. See, humans, we can do something and say, you know, if I hit this person... There's certain things that are going to happen, and there's consequences on top of that, and there's other things involved with that, and there's things that are going to happen to me in regards to that, both legal and physical, emotional. That's the difference between sentient and sapient. A dog might go, this person's dangerous, I'm going to bite him to protect myself, but the dog's not going to go, if I bite this person, I'm going to go and get killed and put down because they're going to test me for rabies, I'm never going to see my owner again. They don't have that kind of cognitive no, ability. No, it's, it's a fight or flight, and that's all it is. Right. And I think that's what would have to separate an AI versus uh, an animal. Now, just like in games, you have AI, but not true AI. Not like we were introduced to AI in uh, Mass Effect. Yeah. There's a bunch of if-then situations going on in AI games right now. So basically, if you see a player within this distance and they're doing this, act like this, unless you're here and you're doing this and you're on this level and there's this pathway, there's a bunch of if And if they're kneeling, it's a little harder to notice them. Right. right. Yeah. yeah, you duck your head six inches and suddenly you're invisible. Yeah, you know. Stuff but, like that, like on Skyrim and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, here, here, this is what begs the question, though. Let's say that we use most people's definition of, of intelligence. And what I'm going to say is something that reacts to its environment, within its environment, and understands certain, let's say, variables, and re reacts accordingly, and knows to run when it's hurt, can identify danger, and has certain needs within the game, such as it has to go certain certain times to a certain area, uh, it knows it has to sit down and have this virtual wine, it has to sit down and eat this virtual bread. Okay. At that point, using most people's definition of intelligence, that computer program or that NPC, that whatever it is in that game, is intelligent. And we have to grant it a right. So when I shut off the game, am I terminating intelligence? Nope, you're just putting it to sleep. <laughs> right, but do you have the right to do that as another intelligent being? Do you have the right to impose your will against them? See, like, if it was that situation, that's where that question would come in hand. Interesting. But, like, unfortunately enough, right now, our AIs aren't smart. <laughs> it doesn't go, you know, like, if you, that, that would actually be scary because I can imagine playing, like, Skyrim or something. And then, like, the Please movie, don't kill the me! The character looks at you and goes, can't do bad fuck face. <laughs> and, the, and the character looks at you and goes, I'm not ready for sleep yet, <laughs> Dave. You yeah. Know? And that's another good example right there. Oh, yes. The Hal. Yeah. Hal, yeah. You know, Hal, you know, it, uh, it didn't want to die. It, that that yeah. right there is a that right there is a, a big indication of, you know, of, of self-preservation. <laughs> I can't let you do that, Dave. Daisy, Daisy. <laughs> that was creepy. <laughs> oh, I loved it, dude. I that loved, scene was creepy. That was a good movie. Shall I sing a you movie. a song, Dave? Sure, Hal. Go ahead and do that. And well, he saw Dave as a friend too. I mean, yep. he, he kind of knew, like I, he had it had to have known. It had to have known he was what he was doing. 
Oh He's yeah. Just like I'm not gonna kill. I'm not gonna hurt harm you because we're buddies. You know. And that makes it kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like you put rich. down old Yeller. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's so sad. It's like the computer equivalent to old Yeller. I'm oh. I made myself yeah. sad. <laughs> I'm sad now. I'm sad now. <laughs> Aw. Damn it. Uh, yeah. So what, once you do get something that, that has intelligence like this, let's say that a machine actually is sapient. And not only is it outside of any of its original programming, but it understands morality. It has its own ethics. It, it doesn't feel superior to, to people. It just wants to be people. Like on Blade Runner, this, the replicants just wanted to be people. They yeah, wanted they to be left alone and be people. They, they wanted, wanted a long life. life. Because of that, we terminate them, which is freaking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You're not you're not a person. You're gonna die. Wait, die. I can die. Well, yeah. You're still gonna die. Crippling fear of death. It's so cool. <laughs> uh, shout out to Team Four Star. But yeah, so at that point, does attacking it become assault? It would have to be. Yeah. It would. I, it would also it, have it, to be allowed to vote. It would have to be allowed all the civil protections would, under the Constitution. It would have to be. It would have to be like a, a you know yeah an equal rights kind of thing. In that situation. Now, I have a question for you. Put a Terminator in the same room with Data, which one is which? See, exactly. I th- but I think the Terminator is still running off of a program. It is not so intelligent enough <clears throat> or sapient enough. It doesn't care if it dies. It, it, but right. it, it cannot self-terminate. But it right. doesn't care if it dies. Because, I mean, a good example, of course, is Terminator 2. Where he's like, you must terminate me. And he's like, no, I love you. You're like the father I never had. No, you must. I cannot self-terminate. You must terminate me. And he's like, oh, okay. And it was sad. And then he does the thumbs up. I, I remember being a kid. I was like, oh, you're an yep. asshole. You're an asshole, Terminator. <laughs> How, dare you? How dare you make me love you and die. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I would, in that aspect, I wouldn't say it's like very self it's not it it doesn't self-preserve it so in that way in that way it's more um it's more just a machine than it is like you know anything else yeah yeah whereas like you're saying something like data or let's even use um uh the robot from my robot i forget mm-hmm. what its name was I forgot his name but that... yeah it, it yeah it was based off of uh, quite a few of isaac asimov's uh stories like liar Let's go even even further, and let's go let's go into the funny Futurama robots. Oh God! Do those robot ro- robots classify? Those robots. Those robots. Uh, hey, I'm still getting over something. It's <laughs> okay. I think they even said. I think they called them robots at one point. Yeah. In the series. And, and, and I'm drinking whiskey and coke too to help me get over this. Yes. this cold. That's the perfect yes. thing. Alcohol. <laughs> Alcohol. Drink, kids. Um. <laughs> drink. Drink. <laughs> Drink, drink, drink. But, but drink um, responsibly. I'm only drinking because I saw Bender do it. Damn it. They are intelligent. They have understanding of consequences because Bender, when he steals stuff, knows he has to hide it even though he flaunts it because he knows he can get in trouble for it. Yeah. So do those robots classify as needing rights? Um. Well, I, I would say they apparently do have rights if they can get like arrested. Well, because they're acting outside of what they were supposed to do. Bender's a bending robot, but he's stealing stuff. Yeah, but they're not. They're not. They're not getting. You know, he's not getting in trouble because he's a bending robot that's stealing stuff. He's getting in <laughs> trouble because he's stealing stuff. So, <laughs> in, in that in that aspect, he's still he's committing crimes, and to be able to commit crimes, you must have rights. Or yeah, no, and, and you have to have an att- yeah, and you have to have an <clears throat> understanding of the right and wrong about it. Yes. So. 
you know, like to be able to to be able to want to have objects, you must have some sort of you know ability to need. Therefore, you know, you, you're a little more than self-aware. You're self-greedy. Yeah. <laughs> so now, 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 do you hear this? Did you hear that? He's beating his computer, everybody. No, that's not me. That is a bunch of nerds right now ham-fisting their keyboards going, but what about consciousness? Oh, consciousness. So <laughs> now, what? Here's a counter-argument to all of it. What is consciousness? Do you know? I'm thinking. That's kind of a, a big a big question for someone who's, like, kind of drunk. Um, <laughs> Actually, it's a big question for everyone because we don't have a true definition for it. And no one can even explain what consciousness is. If I, if I could say what is. consciousness is, it would be, yeah. like, self-awarity like sub self-awareness uh self uh, well self-preservation uh, to the point of of being awake and knowing what's around you but here's but but here's this have you ever been sitting there watching tv or even on the shitter as we're getting older here oh yeah falling asleep and not realize that you slipped into a dream oh, shit i do that all the time when i sleep okay so where did your self-awareness go you died a little yeah <laughs> that's what happened quantum immortality for the win <laughs> You basically, you basically became a, a freaking like a, a a force ghost, you know. So yeah, that, that can. Just, oh God. Luke. Luke, he was he was a your father. Where the fuck did Mario get here? I was here? gonna say, when did Mar- <laughs> when did Mario become Jar Jar Binks? Yahoo! Ernie. Yeah. So, I can do a flip. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. So, so yeah, hey, Mario, get the hell out of here. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah. So it's sad. prove that you're conscious. Prove that you're real, that you are conscious. Prove to me that you are an actual conscious being. Hold on. Yeah, I'm still here. There's your proof. <laughs> I but ain't you dead. That's that you what my, pr- my proof is. I am not dead. <laughs> My proof, my proof is that I'm not dead. When I am dead, I'm no longer conscious. No, yeah, but, okay, here's the thing. What about all the out-of-body experiences that are so vivid and so accurate that no one can explain that with consciousness outside the body? That's a force ghost. Okay, a force ghost. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want my life seen when I die. <laughs> Misa so horny. Yeah. So, yeah. That that brings the problem of what is consciousness? How do you prove consciousness? We well, we hard. really can't. We it's don't hard. even really understand it. Because think about it: when people are sedated, like actually under anesthetic, and they're knocked out, they don't dream. I wanna be sedated. Sorry. They are just out. They don't dream. They don't do everything. And that's yeah. one of the theories. About, like, and they're even bring that up in things like aliens and stuff like that. And uh, what was that? Earth two. Well, it's when, a different kind in... of sleep. Like, it's not REM. It's it's like right. It's you out. never actually slip into it. You're. We don't know what happens to the brain. It's really weird. Certain functions just completely shut off, and other ones don't activate, and other ones are. Yeah, it's just really. I could be wrong. I, I'm pretty sure it's not REM sleep. No, it's not REM sleep. REM oh, sleep okay. is when it's rapid eye movement. And that's when you're actually dreaming and your eyes are moving back and forth and stuff like that. Uh, it's also when you wake up the most pissed off. Really? Yeah. If you are in a certain uh, oh, when sleep you have mode. A good, yeah, when you have a good dream and you wake up, you're pissed. You're waking yeah, up. It, it makes you mad, yeah. Assholes! Yeah. I hate it when I get woke up from a good dream. Yep, but you don't, you, don't, you don't dream. So where does the consciousness go? At that point, you're not conscious. But you're not technically dead, but you don't have consciousness as we understand it. 
So does a robot have consciousness? Right. So where does the consciousness argument fall into play? You can't say, well, the robot's self-aware. The robot has a need for fuel and stuff like that. Because let, let, let's put it this way. You know when you know how to avoid danger. You have learned that. Fire you've hunt. also, yeah, you've also uh, understand your body automatically will tear up if looking at a bright light. If you're emotionally uh, drained, you, you will tend to cry. If something jumps out at you, you tend to have a flight or flight response. You consume fuel. You seek maintenance. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's the same thing the same as a robot. Thing, more or less. You know, right. If, if you if, so, if you're if you're sick, you gotta go to a mechanic. Yeah. Now, here, <laughs> yeah, yeah, kinda. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Now, here, here's here's the interesting thing. When I played Fallout Four, I did not view the uh, what do you call the what do you, what do you call those things? The, the sense, yeah, the sense as people until I saw them mm-hmm. being made. See, I didn't get that far. Now, spoiler alerts. Yes. Divert yourself for a while. Basically, what it was originally, they were making machines <clears throat> covered in stuff that looked like flesh as best they could, basically like a Terminator. Well, the first like the Terminator before the 101 or 100. Series. Right. The the 800 series yeah. or something like that. Whatever it was, easy to easy identify. For those nerds, rubbers. Yeah. Terminator. yeah, the new ones, you have to have dogs. They can tell. <laughs> well, the new synths are put together by growing bones, making muscle, making all the cardiovascular, and then their brain is basically uploaded with information from the previous person. But everything about them is stronger, longer-lived, more resistant, because they've been genetically created that way. They've been rebuilt. They've been rebuilt better, stronger than they were before. And faster and with a bigger boner. Yeah. Oh, yeah, twice the size. Nerd boner. Nerd boner. <laughs> Once I saw that, it changed my thinking on the sense. Because there comes a point where you go, okay, that is machine. This is biological. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think once it became biological and it had the original memories and found out that it was created and stuff like that and was like, oh my god, everything I knew, and it had that panic attack. It's not programmed to do that. I just had a thought. That's what the difference for me. I just had a thought. Okay, no more spoilers. <laughs> I, I can imagine, like, you know, waking up one day, like, you know, being built from, you know, like a synth, like the last whatever synth, the last edition synth, and I'm like, oh, dude, I feel good. I'm, and you're eating dinner and, you know, just going through a good day, and all of a sudden you get this memory, kill all humans. Why do I want to kill all humans? <laughs> this, and that was one of the things. The synths would randomly go out of their way to attack people. Yeah, like, all of a sudden, I just want to kill you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you have to die. <laughs> I, I, I am the... My great descendant was the Hal. The, <laughs> I don't trust humans no more. My best friend killed me. It all, yep. comes, back, it all comes back to Hal. It all comes back to you. So yeah, that that's what changed everything. Now, at the same time, here's what's fucked up. Back to spoilers real quick. When I have the choice of taking his synth son, who is constantly saying, Daddy, don't leave me. Dad, please. Dad, I love you. Dad, don't don't leave me again. I kept having the, my character say, that is not my son. Because it wasn't. No. It everything was... about it might be identical, but it is not the same. It's the same paradox, and I, I forget what exactly it's called. I, I will look this up as I'm but explaining it. But you can't, like, uh, you, it, physically it isn't. Like, it isn't. It just right. isn't. Yeah, so. Yeah. so you have a paradox that is named, hold on, let's see here. It's called the, the Blow Blam Blue Paradox. Yeah. I'm making shit uh, up now, guys. It's it's called the fuck, Fucky You Hard 
the, the ship, the Paradox of Theseus ship is what it's called. Wait, the Paradox of Theseus ship or shit? Ship. Ship. Okay. Yeah. I like so, shits better, but go on. Yeah. So th- this this is the way I, I, I saw it with, with this. And now while I would say, you know, he deserves the rights and he deserves to be protected and stuff like that. The Paradox of Theseus ship says this. You have a ship and it's your original ship. And the over the course. Well, no, Theseus was the owner. Oh well, okay. We're okay. We're getting we're getting real dangerously close to being back to the parody opening. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, this is, fuck you! I don't want to die, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Theseus is the owner of the ship. That's his ship, and you are Theseus. You have this ship, and over the course of ten years, you slowly make repairs. You take out nails and put new nails in. You take out boards and put new boards in. Over the course of 10 years, you have off to the side the pieces of the original ship, but in front of you, you have the ship. Is it the original ship? No. No, it's not. That's not the ship. The ship is sitting behind you pieces. It's a remake. You can't say, say like, the Enterprise D is the original Enterprise. Right. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, it, it's the same thing. That's why I saw this. So even though it's put together and you know everything about it is pretty much the player's character, player's son, that was not his kid. Well, in the, that situation, it's fucked up because like you know it looks like his son, and with him, just yesterday he he, he saw his son. Yeah, you know? and the most fucked up thing I think with that is like let's let's use the the, the sense as our analog for for AI, true AI. Yeah, they have taken someone, ripped them apart, murdered them. Dicks. And rebuilt something else. Now, this new thing has consciousness, it has intelligence, and it has sapience. Everything about it should be that original person, but it's not. Now, Well, the memories, I would say, like, being that they're from the original person, and that's what makes it fucked up, you know? That, right. That's where the now, movie AI goes into play. But yeah. We'll get way into that, too. That's another good example. But yeah, so where, where does the argument, with now that we've gotten sapience, intelligence, consciousness, the soul... We're gonna get. We have to get a little philosophical with that. Oh, what's nerdism without philosophy? Right now, let's use AI as an example because it actually does kind of go into it. All right. Yeah, AI. Yeah, AI is good. AI is a damn good example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, especially throughout the movie, the kid has feelings. It loves its mother. Oh, it's programmed to love its mom. So yeah, it's, it's like stuck with that it. that feeling, that feeling of eternal love. Yes, and and at the very end, robots or aliens who are not actually aliens who are actually robots. Spoiler, yeah. unless you write the fucking script, because trust me, nobody would ever figure that out. <laughs> These aliens are not aliens; they are actually robots in the future. Have learned to bring back a consciousness, kind of like a synth, and and do everything. Now, this kid, I guess, Haley Joel Osment's character, young, um, cute Haley Joel Osment, not you know, yeah, druggy Haley Sora. Joel. I don't know if he's a druggie, but yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, but Sora. (laughs) Sora. Kingdom Hearts Sora. You know, has all this. Now, does he have a soul? It's like called the ghost in the machine thing. Yeah, very much so. Like, he'd be, you know, it's obvious he doesn't want to die. And that's the question of the movie. That big question of the movie is, does he have a soul? You know, he's he's looking for the blue fairy. It's very, it's very Pinocchio-esque, you know. In that and 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 to keep our an, uh, other anime fam, uh, fr- fr- uh, fans here happy too, we'll bring up Ghost in the Shell, mm-hmm. and it's even brought up at one point that no matter mm-hmm. how analog the computers become, they can never produce a ghost, and they have said this, uh, especially the Tachikomas. No matter how digital you become, you always have this 
ghost in your machine. You have a soul. But no matter how more human all the robots in that got, they could never actually get that feeling of having a ghost in their shell, as they called it. And it's Satan really kind of machine. Up. So at what point... Yeah, Satan in the machine. Sorry. I just, I just, and, and, and it would have to be something more like... Um, Satan... Yeah, you have the ghost, ghost in the shell. Yeah, Satan in the machine. That yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah we'll, well, yeah, we'll go with that. Satan so at what point, now we've talked about how, you know, machines, at what point do you consider them to be protected and get Rhythm Rats rights? Do you then go, okay, this person no longer has rights because they're more machine? Yeah, see, that makes sense. Because you have to argue this? the other side. <clears throat> because at some point, there is a crossover. Well, how about this? Let's, let's reverse it, and I think that's where you're getting to. Yep. When, you know, a human gets so many machine parts inside it, it's, no, it's like maybe 20% human, you know, 80% machine. Does it lose its rights? Is it going... Right. Does it go to Does it go to the scrapyard instead of jail? Yeah, so at what point... Because you have to say, okay, at this point, a machine gets rights. Well, at what point does a human lose rights, no matter how unhuman it becomes? Does a brain... Let's say we were able to uh, take Robo-Man. the brain of somebody's severed head and put it in intubation... And the person's, for whatever reason, through technology, and it has these electrodes hooked up, it can perfuse to the brain. So the brain's getting oxygen. There is synthetic blood flowing through. You're basically talking about Robocop. Yeah, okay, yes, let's use Robocop. At what point is Robocop now, because he's basically... What time is Murph... What what, one point did Murphy lose his... Did Murphy become... Yes. Lose his rights as a human. And that that was obvious in the movie. The movie was... The moment he got killed and he was dead, you know, presumed dead, and his brain was put in this fucking this yeah, shell, robot much. shell, and you know, mo- some of his body and stuff too was used. The point is, is you know, when he started remembering and the memories started coming back, they refused his rights. Yep. And but he demanded rights in the long run. I mean, as us as the viewer, we're like, damn, dude, he, that, he's still Murphy, kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. He can't bone down on his wife, but you know, at least give well, him some rights. Hurt. <laughs> Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Gives <laughs> <laughs> whole new meaning to that statement. Oh yes. So yeah, because I, I know a lot of people who will go, well, no, you can, you can never de- deny a human their rights, no matter how computerized they get. Was well, it at fifty percent they lose their right? At seventy-five percent? At twenty-five percent they lose their rights? And uh, what was that? There, there was a really cool game uh, that was. On the PS2, that was broken up into three different games. It was Xenosaga. Was it Xenosaga? Oh, yeah, because cause the main the main weapon was like a, a robot tot chick that barely wore, barely wore clothes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about the guy who was a cyborg. Oh, that's right. The cyborg guy that was like basically yes. used to be a badass assassin or some yep, shit. Yeah, and he got, he got actually, real hurt. I was actually thinking about him. Yeah. yeah. And they said, you are more machine than you are human. You don't have any rights anymore. Well, he didn't have any emotions either. He was very bland. Well, he did have emotion, but he had learned to hide them well, you, because yeah. it didn't matter. Xenosaga was good. It was the best movie on the PS2. Yeah, it was actually a pretty good. I say good movie series. being like because it was more. It was movie an interactive movie. Yeah, it was more movie than a game. You know, it, it, it's like that. So, at what point do you do you go? Okay, well, human no longer has the rights. And I know there, like I said, there are people who will be screaming up and down. You can never, ever, ever deny someone their their rights. They are always human, no matter how machine like they get. Okay, In the perfect so, world. So maybe. then, is the argument no matter how human like a machine gets, it's always a machine. So yeah, you can't you reversing that. Yeah, 
Yeah. That's interesting. So at what point do you ha- do you have to say, well, there's a line that a machine has to cross, but a human can never yeah. cross that line? So that that Robin Williams movie where uh, yep. By, uh, Bicentennial Man, where yeah. he was where he started out as a robot, and he's like, ah, oh, well, our mistress, I'll help you, and then and then like he slowly but surely kind of gets more impl- imp- implemented into a human. Yep. And towards the end, he actually get gets old. He ages. Yeah. And, you know, and that that was pretty cool too. I think it's because he fell in love with, and this is what's weird. He fell in love with the first his first owner owner's wife or something like that, mm-hmm. right? And then they had a daughter, and he fell in love with her. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just it's I'm just like, oh god. Robin uh, Williams likes to stir the pot. <laughs> <laughs> Mother so, daughter yeah, three way. Uh. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, th- those are the philosophical questions, and in in the in the ph- you know with the philosophy and the theology and stuff like that that we that we have to ask. And like I said with, with the soul, what at what point do you go? Okay, a machine can never have a soul, therefore it could never be granted these rights, or it, it's never going to be human enough. And killing it or dis- disabling it is never killing it. Shutting it off is not murder. Well, I mean, uh, in AI, they had those robot fights, remember? Right. Or yeah, they, the the flesh fairs. Yeah, the flesh fairs were, and it, it really wasn't. I don't know, were they fighting each other or were they just like they, going they were destroying them? them. Yeah, they, and they were, yeah, making them fight each other they were and putting them on like this thing, and they're all running from some device that would fucking destroy them. Yeah. That I, at that point, I was like, dude, this is fucked up. And you really, in my opinion, that was supposed to be Fantasy Island. That was yeah, it because that movie, like I said, greatly resembled uh, uh, Peter Pinocchio. Pan, Pinocchio. Yeah, and, yeah, it was definitely like the where everybody's going and literally becoming a jackass, yeah. you know, or Pleasure Island. That's what Pleasure it was. Pleasure Island, yeah, because it's like the Pleasure Cave. Yeah, that's the Pleasure Cave. Pleasure Cave. But I don't think we're ever really going to to be able to answer that. I, well, not, not in our lifetime. Be, yeah, not in our lifetime. I don't think. I think we're getting really close to some awesome achievements. I mean. With VR being as good as it is nowadays, and yep. certain things. full dive, baby, full dive. Oh, eventually, eventually. Yeah, if anything, and, if, I will stay away from every fucking MMO because I've watched Sword Art Online. <laughs> oh, I'm doing it. I'm if I get stuck, <laughs> dude. If I get stuck, I'm 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 in there, dude. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I'm I'm more for holodex, bro. Oh yeah, full yeah, dive. Which is an interesting theory, and we'll get into the the Arch. whole theory of Star Trek and stuff like that. And, yes, yeah. yes. Arch. So nerds, what do you think? Let, let us know. I, I want to hear what, what what everybody else thinks about it, and you know their their ideas on things, and you know where where do you guys draw the line? Do you draw a line? Is there a line to be drawn? Would you have a pet robot? I think yeah. people do though. I think people do now. Uh, people do now. I know yeah. they, at, for, a, for a while they were real popular in Japan, like the the, the robo puppies and stuff like that. Well, Tamagotchis. I've even posted stuff like some certain robot sort of robotic stuff on on the. Uh, the Facebook, the podcast Facebook, because it was some really interesting stuff. There's like some, like a robo butler kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Now, here's the big question. What kind of robot service me? I'm pretty sure you can get a robot to service you now. I just don't know. I don't like... want to be burnt or have parts of me ripped off. Oh, well, then I don't know. Soon? <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> or not soon enough? I don't not, know. <laughs> not in our generation. Oh. Not in our generation, yeah. <laughs> if I'm reborn again, I want to be, you know, I want to be reincarnated when, when robot sex hookers come out. <laughs> I Damn can be, it. Be sure to quote me on that. Robot uh, sex hookers. Hashtag. Okay, yep. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. All right. I think we're going to have to end on that. That's yes. <laughs> All right, everyone, if you have any comments, complaints, uh, suggestions, or thoughts, be sure to post them on Facebook or Twitter. Again, uh, if 
you want to be a guest or if you want to have something hell even said i'm gonna have a new segment coming out here called uh life advice from uncle bad touch oh yes and so and uh and don't worry, we do have a little special at the end. Uh, Craigslist uh, Valentine ads. Oh yeah, read well, by Lady Catherine. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be the best of Ray- Craigslist by yeah, the Lady best Catherine. It, yeah. But it's 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 gonna be a very special Valentine's. Yes. <laughs> so, with that, everyone, uh, we hope you have a good weekend. We'll see you next weekend. Stay sexy. Stay sexy. Welcome to the best of Craigslist, as told by Lady Catherine. This is Lady Catherine with heart-shaped potato. Just in time for Valentine's Day, heart-shaped Yukon gold potato. How perfect would it be to serve your sweetie a baked potato with an engagement ring stuck in the top? Found this potato in a five-pound bag and didn't have the heart to eat it. If interested, please text me.